Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 75. We have talked a lot about how to improve your self-esteem or why it might be low, but today I really want to discuss with you the cost of not having confidence, the cost of your self-esteem being low. This twist on a phrase came to me this week that I feel really encompasses what life is like when you struggle with low self-esteem, when you feel like you're lacking confidence. And that phrase is this, you end up sacrificing the many to avoid the few. And this is what I mean by this. When your self-esteem is low, you sacrifice the many positive experiences you could be having to avoid the few bad experiences you might have. You see, those bad experiences aren't guaranteed to happen. In fact, most of the bad things that we think about and imagine might go wrong, rarely go wrong. And yet, in an effort to avoid those situations, to avoid those few bad possibilities, you sacrifice the many positive things that could be happening in your life and want to be happening in your life. So I want you to consider for a moment what limitations are on your life, what opportunities you've missed out on because you're avoiding all possibilities so that you don't have to go through the few potential bad ones. I can tell you one of mine back in 2009, I was asked to speak at a women's conference. Probably close to a thousand or maybe even over a thousand women were going to be at this thing. This was something I had dreamed about. I had wanted this. It really was one of the best opportunities I could have been offered at that time. And I ended up saying no. I said no because I was just about to go into the process of getting divorced. And I wanted to avoid having any spotlight on me and my private life during that time. Now that's rational. That makes sense. Who wants a bunch of attention on them during the very raw and personal and painful experience of a divorce? And yet, I have no idea if that even would have happened. I maybe could have gone to this woman's event, spoken, been very well received, and no light shined on my impending divorce. I'll never know. I didn't go. What are those moments for you? Did you miss out on a night out with friends that maybe really was something that you needed just to feel included and supported and be able to just commiserate and connect with people that cared about you and were willing to support you and be there for you? Did you miss out on an incredible job opportunity? Did you miss out on somebody who you think might have been the love of your life? Here's one I hear about time and time again, and it's one that is near and dear to my heart. Have you yet to pursue some powerful passion you have for starting your own business or starting a career of your own? 
due to your low self-esteem, your lack of confidence, because you're sacrificing that dream to avoid the small possibility that you might fail or it might be hard. I'll tell you why this one is so near and dear to my heart. Because I strongly believe that every single one of you was put here with a purpose. That every person on this planet was put here with a purpose. That you have some special set of skills, some experience or training that uniquely qualifies you to do exactly what you were meant to do. And your heart and your soul yearns to meet that purpose. And there are people in the world waiting, waiting to fulfill their purpose, and they can't until somebody else fulfills theirs first. And I guarantee you, for the vast majority of you, your life purpose is not to be in the corporate world. You have something bigger and more beautiful and more unique than that. And so when I see you holding yourself back because you don't believe in you yet, it breaks my heart. How is the current state of your self-esteem holding you back? How is it limiting your life and stopping it from being the life you want to have? What would you be doing if you didn't feel the need to avoid the possibility of failure? Where would you be? What would you be doing? What would your life look like? As many of you know, this is why I coach. Because while it's an incredible step to read the books and listen to the podcast and get the motivational texts on your phone, it's harder to put it into action. What makes it possible to put it into action, whether or not you're feeling necessarily energized or motivated, is to be really clear on why it is so important for you to fix this. What is it you want? What is it you're ready to go after? What is it you're ready to finally have different in your life? Who are you ready to be? I wish I could hear all of your answers because I know there are some good ones out there. I know that some of you right now have some really juicy reasons for why you're at this point where you're here, you're listening to this podcast, and you're ready to finally make a change in your life. You're ready for this hardship to be over. You're ready for that self-confidence and that solid self-esteem to finally be yours. I would love to hear what those are. Do you think it's time to stop sacrificing the many positive, amazing, happy experiences that you could be having just to avoid the few that might not be quite so pleasant? Is it worth it to possibly have to experience a few unpleasant things if the ultimate outcome is that you get many amazing things? As you know, I didn't do that speaking engagement in 2009, but obviously I speak now. While I do get a lot of really positive feedback, there are a few people that don't necessarily care for me, my voice, my message, and that doesn't magically stop hurting. But what does change is how it affects my mindset and my self-confidence. You see, I'm not here for them. I'm here for you. And you are worth one or two people not exactly caring for me or my message. That's all right. It's all right 
because there are many more people that do like what I have to say and do want to hear it and do need this in their life. And so I had to decide, am I going to stop sacrificing the many people who would benefit from hearing from me just to avoid the few who might be less than pleasant about it? It sounds different when you flip it like that, doesn't it? And here's the funny thing. I talk about my divorce on this podcast. I talk about it with my clients. I talk about it at women's conferences. The thing that I feared the most in 2009 is one of the things that helps people the most now. So that's just a little bit of my story. How is this showing up for you? And how can you change the narrative so that the many really can be more important than the few? Maybe you go ask your boss for a raise and they say no. And maybe you go ask your boss for a raise and you finally have enough to breathe a little bit when the bills come in. Maybe you ask that person out for a date and they say they're not interested. And maybe in 20 years, y'all are celebrating an anniversary. Maybe that idea you have in your head that you're super passionate about and feels so silly is the thing that is going to liberate you and bring you joy and bring you financial success and open the doors to help so many people. I actually had the experience this week of a very dear friend calling me, and hopefully she doesn't mind that I shout her out on this, because she wanted to pitch an idea she had, and she knew I'm the coach you bring those to, and she's sharing her idea with me. And I'm just silently laughing. Because I am absolutely tickled to death with her idea. Why? Because it's not just some silly idea she cooked up. It's a very real thing that she is going to be incredibly successful at. And the little spin she's got on it, really needed. She is going places. And I get to watch her do it. What if she hadn't made that call? What if she let that little voice in her head keep telling her, This is a silly little idea that nobody's going to go for. Because at least one of the things y'all should have learned from me by now is this. That negative voice in your head, it's lying to you. The more urgent question might be, what do you do about it? Obviously, you know your self-esteem and self-confidence is part of the problem. That's why you're listening to this. You already know you want your life to be different. You believe it's possible or you wouldn't be trying to do anything about it. I've heard from so many of you that the 70 plus challenges that I've given you, that you're doing them, you're practicing them, and you are seeing an improvement. And I love that. And the thing I want you to consider today is that you have to be willing to show up liked, loved, disliked, hated, accepted, rejected. You have to be willing to show up no matter what. And the way that you do that is remembering that you aren't for everybody. There's going to be the few. The goal is not to eliminate them. The goal is not to get to a place where they're not even possible anymore. And the goal is not to avoid them. The goal is to remember that they do not decide your worth. They do not decide if whether or not what you're offering has value. You're simply not for them. And that's okay. You show up anyway. Because the people that are going to like you and love you and approve and give you opportunities and say yes 
They only get to see you and hear you if you put yourself in a position to be seen and heard. And you're only going to put yourself in a position to be seen and heard if you're willing to let the few see you so that the many people and experiences that will be positive for you can see you and hear you. And here's the thing, even those supporters, even the people that will say yes and will show up and will like you and love you and support you and promote you and buy into whatever it is you're offering and invest in your company, they also do not determine your worth. They also have no say in your value. They just see your value. They don't determine it. I want to say this again. Just like the people who don't like you do not determine your value, the people that do like you do not determine your value. They're just the ones that see your value. You already have value. You came into this world with value. You haven't lost that value as you've grown up. You didn't lose that value going through the experiences you've gone through. Your value cannot be changed. It cannot be lost and it cannot be gained. And the people that like you and love you and support you and invest in you don't give you value. They're just seeing it. I really need you to catch this point because if you think that they give you value, you can't think that the people that don't like you don't affect your value right? What do we always say? It has to work both ways. Either they both affect your value or neither of them affect your value. You can't trick yourself into believing that the haters don't take away your value, but the people that love you add to it. Your brain is not stupid. It's not going to fall for it. Either everyone affects it or nobody does. So once again, the people that love you and like you and invest in you and buy from you They don't add to your value. They're simply recognizing it. They see it. That's it. So your challenge this week is to spend some time reflecting on what is important to you, on why you want your self-esteem and your self-confidence to be in a better place. And I want you to consider whether or not it's worth it to you to stop avoiding the possibility of a negative outcome so that you can start to have the positive ones. Thank you for tuning in this week. If you're feeling like you're ready to work with me to finally break through this once and for all, send me a message. All of my information is in the show notes. Either way, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.